Hi there, welcome to this week's episode of the podcast with me, Russell Davis. At some point, our fertility journey has to come to an end. But is it possible to live a meaningful life without children? Is it possible to be happy and fulfilled without children? And why does everyone else get a happy ending and not me? It's really easy to imagine life being very bleak without children. Let's dive in and explore whether it really is possible to live an inspiring, fulfilled life with or without children. So is it possible to accept that you may never have children? Is it possible to find meaning in life? I know I blamed myself when I thought we may never have children. When I thought my wife, who just seemed to be born to be a mother, her best job in the world she did before we got mad was looking after a house of 15 teenage girls at a boarding school like being a saga mother to them she was a full time youth worker she was born to nurture to bring care and love to young people how could we accept we're going to be okay and live an inspiring life without children within that's all we ever wanted and expected would happen. And why does everyone else get a happy ending and not us? Does that mean we're bad or wrong? It felt like we're second-class citizens, that we've done something wrong, even though we spent so much time doing good things, volunteering, serving, loving. I think the word that comes to mind is expectations. I think... I had to let go of the expectations of what life would bring, what life should be. I'm sitting here in this field and recording this podcast and doing the work I do. I never expected to be living in this place. I never expected to be doing this work. When I was younger, I didn't know what I really wanted to do. Couldn't decide between medicine and engineering. I chose engineering. Did I make the wrong decision? Turns out I'm quite squeamish. I probably made the right decision. Um, But I started a career in engineering. Moved into IT management. Business change. Never expected to be a therapist and coach. I once saw on Twitter, someone asked this question. They post... your degree, if you've got a degree, post what degree you did and, and what you do now. And it's fascinating to see the list and how people aren't often using their degree. And I think, I think society is changing. When I went to university, people went to university, 
with a kind of goal in mind. And nowadays, young people are expected to go to university and they just go to university because it's a kind of done thing and they just choose a course they like without really knowing how they're going to use it. But back in the day, there was more of a, a means to an end for the course you were doing. Life takes all sorts of twists and turns. We once had some neighbours, a young couple, out of university. And they were telling us how their plan for life, how they were, gonna, they were doing this job share, and then they were going to have their first child at this age, then their second child at this age, then they're going to move to this place, do this job, it was all mapped out. All mapped out to the end of the degree, the whole life. This life plan. And we were going through infertility, and my, I didn't say it out loud, maybe I wish I had, but I said, well, I hope you can have children. Or we wanted to maybe see that actually, do you know what, that's great, but hold that plan lightly because it may never happen. And anyway, lo and behold, they were divorced within 12 months. Their life plan didn't map out. And I think it's about having a plan. It's nothing with having a plan. Nothing with having a plan. It's about holding it lightly. It's holding it lightly. No, you don't need anything to be okay. Not even children. And it's easy for me to say this. The other side, we've got our son. We did get to a place of that place of peace without giving up. I got, we got to a place of truly believing we could live an inspired life without children. We were stopped trying. We stopped trying. We were still exploring things with the clinic, looking at ICSI. We were holding it really lightly. We were making plans for life without children. We were making plans to sell up and go travelling. To do things that you can't easily do with children. It's like my father died. I've never known grief like it. But deep down I knew life was not going to be worse. It was going to be different. That allowed me to feel the grief. Didn't mean I was okay with it all. I felt the grief more fully. And it moved through. My mum believed that happiness was dependent on him being around. She thought she needed him. She never got over his death. Her grief became sorrow. Nothing makes us feel anything. We come into the world feeling inspired. We come into the world feeling fulfilled. We come into the world feeling complete. When was the last time you saw a baby and thought they weren't complete? The toddlers go around this world with a sense of okayness sense of wonder, sense of completeness. They also do amazing things. We're creative beings. There's nothing we're having a goal to create something. The Joseph Campbell quote, and I'm going to get it horribly wrong, about letting go of the life you plan to have the life that's opening up in front of you. And what if the energy behind life is love? 
it's kind, it's got your back, it wants the best for you. Well, if living life was like, like sailing, I have never sailed once as a I guess, passenger. My, my son is learning to sail, he's loving it. But what if life is learning, like sailing where, yeah, you have a rudder that sets a course, but there's a wind. The wind doesn't take you in the exact direction you want to go often. Often it's a zigzag journey, attacking. What if the wind of life often doesn't take you in a direct course, but it's taking you somewhere amazing? It reminds you of, I love the analogy Michael Neal uses in one of his books, I can't remember, it's the Inside Out Revolution or the Space Within, both brilliant books, of the roller coaster on the barge where there's a giant barge floating down a beautiful, glorious river. And on that barge is a roller coaster. And your seat on the roller coaster is in the front car. And what if your whole life you've ridden that roller coaster with your eyes closed and all you know is the ups and downs and the twists and turns. And the moment you open your eyes you see that river and it's all its glory as you crest the top of the roller coaster. And soon it disappears as you go back down into the depths. But if you keep your eyes open, the river comes back into view and it disappears again. As it keeps doing that, you begin to know it's there. And even though you're being thrown around the roller coaster, you can begin to ponder the, the majesty, the glory of that river, the beauty of it, and wonder where it's, where it's taking you. And what if there is an energy behind life that loves you? It knows what you want beyond the physical. It knows what you want to feel inside that's safe and content and peaceful, inspired. And there's a current in the river and it's taking you. I guess it's a lesson in surrender, a lesson in acceptance, a lesson in being in flow rather than control. Most of my clients are control freaks or have controlled aspects of their life because they think they need to. And that part of their life says, yeah, but I've created all your success up to now. I don't believe that. I believe you would have created that success with far greater ease and well-being and even more success without that need to control, which is often driven by fear. Often driven by fear of not succeeding, not being happy, not being content. Often just focusing on the rudder, thinking it's down to you to get you from A to B. And what if it's not? What if it's not? What if you co-create your life with the energy behind life? Well, if you co-create your life with the wind, the river, the energy of her life that's got your back, and you can never predict the future. And I think our role is just to be in flow, to be connected to our truth, to be aligned to that river that guides us in ways like the still soft voice within, the inspired action. The decisions that feel light. For me, that's our truth. 
is kind and got our back. I think the more we allow ourselves to feel into that, to be navigated by that, we hold our physical human goals more lightly. We can know we can be okay whatever happens. And I believe we have a purpose even beyond having children. Our purpose to bring something into the world even beyond having children. Perhaps it's bringing the thing we, into the world we most crave as a kid, whether it's love or belonging or acceptance. We have a sense of purpose beyond having children. Something we want to be recognised for. Always, what do you want to be remembered for? What do you want your legacy to be? We have a purpose beyond having children. And the more we feel into that flow, the energy within, our soul, our instinct, we can co-create our life with this loving, kind energy of life that knows we're okay whatever happens. That knows we can create an inspiring, fulfilling life in ways that surprise us. It's about letting go of expectations. It's about realising our source of happiness is within us. We're born with it. It's about living life inside out rather than outside in. I'm loving you.